Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise, oh God. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you tonight that you're here, oh God, to minister to our hearts. You're here to minister to our minds. You're here to minister to the whole man and woman. Hallelujah. You're here, oh God, to direct us, lead us, oh God. Father, you've withhold, you withhold nothing from us, oh God, but you've given us all wisdom. You've given us all knowledge to understand your will and your way in this walk, oh God. Father, we just thank you that you're drawing our attentions tonight to our heart. You're drawing our attentions tonight to our heart. Our heart, oh God, where our hearts sit, what is going on in our hearts, what are we storing in our hearts? Hallelujah. I believe the heart is your throne room. I believe the heart is your place of worship. I believe the heart is the place where we begin to seek and go after you, oh God. Father, we just thank you tonight that you have spoken. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. So there's something within us, oh God, that has given us the ability. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that has given us the ability to let our hearts not be troubled. Father, we just thank you tonight that you're opening up our ears to even understand how the heart can be troubled, how the heart can walk without clarity, how the heart can be without, oh God. Where the mind, the will, the emotions, the intellect, the imagination sits, oh God, sits within that place, oh God. You desire to soften it, oh God. Soften it with understanding. Soften it with wisdom. Father, we just thank you tonight that we within the softening, oh God. It's a good thing, oh God. You're building us up, oh God, by softening that heart, oh God. We just thank you, Lord, that your love cares about us. Your love has designed us, oh God, and is designed to perfect us. Hallelujah. To perfect us. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank God tonight because he cares. He cares for us. He loves us. Hallelujah. Some of us, we have hard hearts. Some of us have not even begun to even clear the, the pathway, the runway, I should say. We have not even cleared the runway uh, so that God can come through because we have so many things going on on the inside of us, within that heart, within that control center. We can't begin to walk with God until we allow God to show us our hearts, show us what's going on on the inside of us, even when it comes to making decisions, even when it comes to uh, uh, praying for a person, we got to check our hearts. We got to check why we're doing some of the things that we're doing. We got to check ourselves. Because a lot of times the only reason we're not seeing the goodness of the Lord, we're not seeing the freedom of God, we're not seeing the deliverance of God is because of our hard heart. We've done so many things so long and, and look, have not allowed ourselves to judge what we're doing because some of the things that we're doing, it's wrong. We shouldn't do it. And even then God is literally whispering in our ears, telling us this is not right. But we've found we've totally ignored the very sound of God. We've ignored the goodness of God. We've ignored. And because of us ignoring, our hearts have become even harder. Our hearts have become hardened even more because 
we found it within ourselves. We can say that I'm trusting God. We can say that I'm placed my will in God and my, my purpose in God. But yet and still, when situations happen in our lives, we put a break, we put our brakes on. And that's how you harden your heart. When every time you put your brakes on, that means that you're rejecting the things of God. You're rejecting the very sound of wisdom. So the heart becomes more hardened to hearing the sound of God. And when we say, I, I, I can't hear the voice of God, a lot of times it's a hard heart. And a hard heart sounds rough, but really it's just disobedience. It's just you not allowing truth to come in. You're not allowing to, uh, of the truth of God to really reveal itself to you. And when it tries, because it does, there's no need of us saying it, that God is not doing his part. He is doing his part not only for the Christian, but he's doing it for the unbeliever as well. Come on, God is showing his goodness even to the unbeliever that he might repent, that he might turn from his evil ways just as we. Come on, God is showing his goodness to us that our hearts is softened, that our hearts are broken down, that our hearts are able to hear. Because when you think about the mind, the will, and the emotion, and the intellect, and imagination, a lot of times what we see, we allow our hearts to get built up. A lot of times what we hear, we allow our hearts to get built up on that. So when truth tries to come in, we're so hard that it can't get in. We, we got such a, a belief system going on on the inside that truth cannot get in. And I'll say again, that's why man must be born again, born of the water and born of the spirit, born of the word. We must be born again because there's too many things that have happened in our lives that have literally caused us to put the brakes on when it comes to us believing. Over in John 14, it says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Believing in the word of God. If you're believing in God, then believe in the word of God. Believe that the word has come to deliver you. Believe that the word has come to set you free. Allow the word to show you truth. Because we have rules set up in us. We, we believe a certain thing that this is right. It's, where, it's man's way of doing things. But at the same time, it leads to destruction. It leads to us having to continuously repent because we're walking and we're moving, thinking that, you know what? I don't believe this is wrong. I believe it's fine. Not realizing that because you're choosing, choosing to believe the other way. You see, choosing to believe the other way and not the way God is showing you, not the way God is revealing because a lot of times we want to do what we want to do. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, but then it's not okay. Because when you think about you wanting to live a life of peace, when you're thinking about you wanting to live a life of righteousness, come on. Sometimes we got to take the low road. Sometimes we just got to walk away. Sometimes we just got to bow out. And that is just a place where pride sometimes gets in there and will not allow us to back down. Because why? We've lived so long believing in what, you know, what someone is doing. You, the rights, the wrong. You had no right doing that to me it's about the principle you know we come up with all kind of reasons on why we feel the way we feel 
a lot of the reasoning and what we're using we're using the ingredients of this world we're using man's way of thinking of the old man our old man the way we used to think come on we got to get to the place of walking in the newness of life that we're able to allow our hearts to be softened because when the peace of god rules in your heart when the peace of god rules in your heart come on you walk and you run hmm? you walk and you run you will not faint you will not grow weary come on we're talking about walking in god you will not faint you will not get weary but you will hear the voice of the lord you will hear the words speaking to you you will hear god revealing things to you the joy of the lord comes within strength the understanding of god comes in strength even thoughts and reasoning come on god will show you why he's saying what he's saying he don't just uh demand us to do a thing come on this is a relationship we have a relationship with holy spirit we have a relationship with the lord because he's asking us to choose that which is right you still have your right to choose but he's showing you he's revealing to you truth behind a matter but a lot of times we're so stuck we have such a hard heart that's a, that is a very sticky place, very sticky place. Because when God asks you to walk away, walk away, a lot of times we're just not there. We're not wanting to hear it, but then we'll say we are. That's the part we got to judge ourselves. What do you believe tonight? What do you believe tonight? Over in Ephesians 5, 519 says addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melodies to the lord with your heart you see when you allow your heart to be a place of worship when you allow your heart to be a place of praise come on you don't mind hearing the voice of god you don't mind receiving the voice of god as being leading a leader in your life the word wants to lead you the word wants to lead you into righteousness because when we allow a hard heart to lead us, it leads us into a place of being stuck. It leads you in a place of standing. And look, we'll be talking about that same situation next year. We'll be, we'll continuously talk about a situation that God is trying to free you from, but because you will not allow him to soften your heart, not saying soften it just towards that person, but soften it towards God that God can show you why softening it so that God can explain to you the reasons why he says what he says even when it comes to sin sin hardens our heart and especially unrepented sin not only have we got out and we've done wrong and and we continue to do wrong and it hardens our heart even more to the point that we can move into a place of a reprobated mind where God gives us over to our own selves gives us over more or less saying Go ahead and do what you want to do. I'll wait on you. I'll wait on you. But we would, huh, that is not a place I don't believe anybody would ever want to be to know that God is sitting back and allowing you, come on, not even advancing in. Why? Because you've chosen. You've chosen to walk in this way. You've chosen to live this way. But we're called even in that place of a hard heart. We'll call God, but we're wanting him to do what we want him to do. You see, you don't control God. We don't tell him what to do. This is a relationship. Come on, it's a relationship. 
He wants to talk to us. He wants to show us. He wants to lead us but and lead us into a place of righteousness. Lead us out of the path of unrighteousness. He wants to lead us in that place. But when we continue, when we continue in sin, he just said, okay, okay, you say, okay, we'll talk about it when you're ready. And that is not a place that we should ever want to be in God. We should always want to hear what God is saying concerning the thing. When we allow God to lead us, wow, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Your love is so great towards us. A hardness of heart. Oh, my God. His love is so great towards us. But dealing with the hardness of heart, we got to get to a place of repentance. We got to get to the place of turning. Turning from doing things we ain't got no business doing. Because it's leading you to a place where your heart will continuously be become hardened. Where even when anybody, I mean, when people try to even share with you, your heart is so hard that you can't even hear. You can't hear, you can't understand because why? You're stuck in a path. You're stuck in a way that leads to destruction. Think about that heart. Think about your mind. What are you thinking? Think about your will. What's controlling you? What's driving you? Mm. Think about your, your, your intellect. What have you built up on the inside of you other than the word of God that really stands true? That will make you know where you've made it your truth, I should say. You've made a a, a world's way of doing things or man's way of doing things into a way of being your belief. You've set your heart there. You've set it there. It's like setting a thermometer. When you want it to be at a certain degree, you set it. You've set your heart to a place and it's hardened right there. It's hardened where God can't even speak to you anymore. He can't even begin to show you the importance of of where you're at, of getting out of where you're at. He can't even begin to talk to you because you're stuck. You're stuck into believing what you want to believe. Mark 2 in 8 in the ESV version it says and immediately Jesus perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned him within themselves said to them why do you question things in your heart come on God sees your heart he knows your heart we waste our time trying to fool God or think that God doesn't understand he does he understands everything and if you really knew that you stop playing some of the games that you play. But that word I hear all the time. I know. I know I shouldn't do this. I know I shouldn't do that. We say I know, but we tend to do nothing about it. When you begin to say, I know I shouldn't do this, and I know that I shouldn't do that, do you realize your heart that tells the truth of a hard heart and a heart that is being hardened? Because you're rejecting the truth that is coming to you. That's trying to help you out of a hard place. You're rejecting that truth because you're not not ready. You're not ready to let go. 
And I'm, I'm saying this tonight because I believe some people, or, or I should say you are crying out for the Lord to do some things for you. But because your heart is hard, you're only wanting God to do what you want. You're not wanting God to explain and talk to you and give you understanding and wisdom concerning where you are. You just can't pray a prayer and want God to move on your behalf when your heart is hard. You're not praying right. You're not believing right when your heart is hard. You're not even seeing right because what you're seeing, you're trying to perceive what you see and believe it's truth when really no, it's not. The enemy plays games with us. He plays games with our thoughts. He plays games with our reasoning, especially when we're playing within his system. But God has given us the kingdom of God, his way of doing things, his system, his order. But a lot of people believe that that's a cop out. Hmm. We don't want to wait on the Lord. We don't want to be of good courage and then allow our hearts to be strengthened. We want to just do what we want to do. Come on, y'all. Let's move farther. Let's move farther tonight in this thing. Let us stop getting stuck. Let us stop getting stuck in a place knowing that God is trying to show you something better. He's trying to show you something better. But as your heart gets hard, as your heart gets hardened, it becomes dull. It get, becomes dull that to the point where you're not even, not even able to perceive or understand. Who wants a dull heart? Where you're continuously repeating yourself over and over. You're continuously living in a cycle. Come on, living in a cycle, continuously doing the same thing over and over and over again. Because why? You're stuck in a place of sin and of unrepented heart. You don't want to let go. You don't want to turn from your evil ways, your evil thoughts. And first, what we say, I don't think it's evil. Come on, anything that's wrong, that's not of God, oh yes it is, is perverted. You've taken truth and you've twisted it. You've taken the truth of God and you've twisted it and you want to make it uh, uh, work for you on your behalf and not allow God's truth to become your truth. Come on, it's not a hard thing to get a hard heart. It ain't hard. It is not hard. Just total, just totally rejecting. When you're rejecting God, when you're rejecting his truth, when you're rejecting his love. And a lot of times we don't think we do that. We don't think we ever reject God. We don't think we reject God. We think we're standing in that place and we're on fire for the Lord. But mm, when you're still stuck in a place where you're continuously doing the same thing and you're not growing in the things of God, when you're not growing in God's way of doing things, oh, you're stuck somewhere. Something has you on a hold. We want to check ourselves tonight. What has, what have you, what has you on a hold tonight? What has put you on hold tonight? What sin, what unbelief, what acts got you on hold tonight? God wants to literally take you off hold and allow you to thrive in him by believing his truth, walking in his truth. Check your hearts tonight. We need to see where we are. What's going on in our hearts? How do you feel about your neighbor? How do you feel about your friends? How do you feel about your job? How do you feel about your life right now? What's going on? Check your heart, your mind. What's going on? You got a thousand thoughts coming through daily. Which ones do you hold fast to? And which ones do you cast down? 
What are you casting down today? What are you listening to today? And then surrendering your will over to that thing. You see, it's a process in this. It's a process in that hardening of the heart. When you literally receive, conceive something within your heart, within your mind. And then you not only you conceive it, but then you begin to ponder it. You begin to turn it. I mean, you're literally trying to find something in mess. Because I'm telling you, you know it's mess when it comes. That is something that I am sure of. Because I knew right from wrong. We have the ability to know good from evil. We do. Now, as far as staying there and doing it, we don't have that ability. We need the Holy Ghost. But we do know truth. You know right and you know wrong. You can feel it. You can feel it on the inside. And I'm talking to the say and un unbeliever. The believer and unbeliever. You have the knowledge of good and evil operating in you. That's the atom. It's there. But it's all about what you choose. Think about Cain. He knew he did wrong. The Lord told him he did. God told him he did wrong. It Because of the way he acted out. His acts showed how he felt about Abel. They, it showed. But it's like, what are you going to do with it, Cain? What are you going to do with it? Because right now, sin is at the door. Right now, sin is at the door. Come on, let us check our hearts tonight that we don't destroy another person. We don't even destroy ourselves. Let us check our thoughts. What are we allowing to talk to us? The enemy throws them at you. He throws thoughts left and right. And then we sit and we consider them. Why? Because sometimes we don't seen too much a mess. We don't seen so much stuff that we just give in to whatever. You think about looking at TV shows where it's a lot of uh, uh, murdering going on. It's a lot of this going on. Come on, there's so much stuff playing within our minds and playing within our will and playing within our emotions, playing within our intellect that we literally play this stuff out in our lives. To take another person's life is crazy. But we've allowed so much mess to just play in our hearts and in our will and within our minds. We've allowed it to play so long that it becomes an easy thing to do. Even when it comes to sin, we played so long in it that it's become an easy thing to do. That's a hard heart. It's become an easy thing to do. We cannot continue to allow our directions to be led by this flesh. We got to stay before the Lord. We got to pray. Lord, show me my heart. Show me my heart. Show me the things that need to be dealt with. Show me. Come on, because he needs your will to cooperate with his will. He needs your will to cooperate with his will. That's when deliverance takes place in our lives. When we allow our will to cooperate with his, that's when we begin to function. That's when that heart begins to soften itself. And then we can begin to repent. We can begin to repent. I'm, I know setbacks, disappointments, a lot of things can cause us to be hurt. It can cause us to literally get weak and we just give up. But do you realize giving up causes your heart to be hard as well? I don't want to fight no more. Oh, why? Why? God is your fight. God is the strength of your life. He is your strength. 
Come on, let's fight for the life that Christ has died to give us. Let us fight for the life that Christ has died to give us. We refuse to have a hard heart tonight. We refuse it. Refuse that thing. Check it. What's got you acting out? Check it out tonight. Check it out tonight. Come on, it's, we got to get to the place where we don't, we will not allow sin to have a greater place in our lives. It will not. We will not get to the point where we are totally, totally ignoring the truth. We got to hear God's word. We have to hear God's word. Hallelujah. But pride is something that it, it, it sits back. It sits back and sometimes you don't even realize it's there. Wow. Pride has deceived us. It has totally deceived us because we're, we're thinking that we're right. We're thinking that we're living right. We think that we're doing right. Mm, we think we are, but we're not paying attention. We're operating in pride. It's special when it gets to the I, I, I and the me, me, me. When it gets to the I, I, I and the me, me, me. You better check yourself. You better check yourself. Jesus. You better check yourself when we be talking about that I. My God. Romans 1, 18 through 24. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men. Who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Your unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. But when we allow unrighteousness and ungodliness to literally become big in our life, it suppresses the truth in us. When you fall short, you continue to fall short. You continue to fall short. Why? Because you're allowing yourself, you're giving yourself over, over to this place. But oh, God is wanting us to receive his truth. He's wanting us to receive his love. My God, he's wanting us to receive it. God is not holding nothing back from with us. But we, we're getting, and I, you know what? I think a lot of times what we do we engage ourselves in a lot of situations in life that maybe if we just mind our own business, if we just stuck to the plan, we'd be all right. Come on. If you're going to be holy, be holy still. If you're going to be righteous, be righteous still. Come on, let us hold to the plan. Let us stay in truth. Let us walk in the truth of God that our hearts don't become hard. That our hearts don't become hard. What is an antidote hmm, for a heart condition such as this? We have to recognize, y'all. We got to recognize we got a problem. That's the only antidote. You got to see where you at. That's the only antidote to fixing a hard heart. You got to see that thing's there. You got to see you got something going on on the inside. Something is wrong. You got to see that thing. And then you got to begin to cry out for help. You got to begin to cry out, search me, oh God, and know my heart. See if there's any offensive ways in me and lead me into the way of everlasting. Psalms 139 and 23 and 24. God can heal our hearts once we recognize our disobedience. 
He can heal our hearts once we repent of our sins. Mm, but true repentance is more simple, is more than simple, simple uh, resolution, feeling of steadfastness and determination. Repentance manifests itself in a changed life. Come on, it's, it's just not about you feeling sad or feeling bad or I knew I was wrong. I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have did that. No, repentance said I'm done. Repentance said change about face. Turn the other way. That's the only way you're going to heal that heart. That's the only way that heart's going to be softened. Once you come to the place of repentance. Once you come to the place of letting go. Search your hearts tonight. Search your hearts tonight. And check yourself. Check yourself in the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. That you're wanting to soften our hearts, oh God. Not only soften it, but giving us a new heart. And that heart belongs to you. You're changing us, oh God. You're transform transforming us, oh God, into your son's image. And we just thank you, Lord. And we receive it. We receive it tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.